Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. I'm your host, Kenneth. I'm Kurt. And we are Retrofecta. Hey, what's up, everyone? We are back for our slightly late July episode. I'm going to blame the holidays and the birthdays because literally everyone i know has a birthday in july it's back ridiculous. to back <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we we are recording in the one down day between birthdays and here we are i'm your host kenneth and with me as always is kurt hello how's it going kurt going fine cool cool how's your fourth you uh blow had, things up for america had a delightful time uh, i did not oh pity i mean eh, eh. fireworks that you can buy in places like San Jose, where they're like, where everything's illegal. They're you know, like sparklers, which are cool. Everything else yeah. is kind of. I just and, have to walk out onto my front porch and watch giant yeah, you can, go you, up. Yeah, you can see them everywhere because <laughs> my neighbors are way more exciting than I am. Yeah, also I just don't have the room for it. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably not good to set those off in a apartment complex. No, it's... although there is a weird concrete patch in the middle of my apartment complex. Oh, see, I don't know why it's there, but thinking about it, that would be a great place to do it. Yeah, just. Debit the launch pad and yeah. go to town. I like it. Yeah. How was yours? It was good. It was good. Had had some family over. Mm-hmm. Ate too much. Normal family things. Maybe yeah. drank a bit too much. Well, you know. Holiday. And yeah, so I'm and coming feel... to you nice and hungover yep. today. Real tired. Yeah. <laughs> just just want to nap for half of forever. Mm-hmm. So, okay, but we are here to talk about Yoshi's Island. You want to nap like a baby. Ah, Speaking of babies. Boom. Great. Yoshi's Island. Pass off thingy, which... Segway! Yeah, there we... Wow, I could not think of that word. You know the thing you ride on? <laughs> the dude rode off a cliff? Oh, man. That... Yeah. R.I.P. that guy. Yeah. Sorry, Segway, bro. Okay, so yeah, Super Mario World 2, colon, Yoshi's Island. It was a game. It is. I don't understand this I, game. I have so many conflicting feelings about it, because... It's not, like, why... Because why? usually when games are sequels, it's because they have a similar play style. This is nothing like Super Mario World. Yeah. Like, I love Super Mario World. The music's really cool. The themes are really neat. Playing around with the different Yoshis, the Star Pass. There's a lot of stuff to do. And then there's the world map. And then mm-hmm. there's this version, which is like a shootery, just like Contra crossed with <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. And I honestly think that was a big mental block for me, was if you're going to call something the sequel to one of my top three games of all times, like, it, it, I, and it's sad to say I want it more sequel-ish. Yeah. And like, if I, it's if they'd called it anything else, I, I think I actually would have enjoyed it more. And that's definitely my hang-up, and I understand that. Yeah, like if they would have just taken off Super Mario World 2 and just called it Yoshi's Island, we would yeah. have approached it completely differently. Mm-hmm. But I jumped in expecting, again, like the 3D overworld map and similar things, and it's not at all. Yeah. it's There's platforming, that's about it. Even the Yoshis behave differently. Although it is kind of funny watching them um, toss baby Mario after each level is done. Oh, I know. That's kind of fun. Uh, like football. Like they just, like, yeah, they just wing him. <laughs> it's safe-ish. Don't worry. Yeah, babies bounce. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about development really quickly. This came out August 15th, 1995 in Japan. And then is actually August the first... fifth. Oh, wow. Did I type the wrong thing? I think you did. Oh, this is awkward. Let's, we'll compromise on August 7th. 7th? 12th? 7th? Wait, 10? Jesus. No, 10. Yeah. Wow. 7th. <laughs> Math. <laughs> oh, man. Oh me, um, but anyway, first first of our games that really had the the actual simultaneous release in not Japan because it was uh, October fourth maybe if I wrote it right in uh, the United States and then on the fifth in the EU. So 
Good job, Nintendo. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. They're linked together. I think there's a bit of... I think your dates are wrong on that, too. Uh, you know, Again, I'm to blame. I mean, it, I, mean I'm, I, I don't want to think Wikipedia knows everything, but Japan, August 5th, North America, October 4th, EU, January 5th. Oh, weird. Okay, well, then I potentially retract that completely. Uh, but they're getting better. Mario Mario Wiki lied to me, then. Oh. Should have gone with Mario just Wiki regular be better. Wiki. I don't know. Well, but still, either way, they're getting real closer. Mm-hmm. It's not like two years later. Yeah, which is nice. And then had a couple re-releases. This hit uh, Game Boy Advanced in September of 2002 as, weirdly, Yoshi's Island Super Mario Advance 3, because, hey, naming conventions. Yeah, well, let's just throw them out the window. When they're ready, they're throwing the playstyle out the, at the window. Let's just throw the yeah. naming conventions out the window. <laughs> and then uh, it came out for the 3DS-ish in December of 2011 as one of the Ambassador Program games. I thought that was so weird. Yeah. I was looking around for it everywhere, and like, I know it exists. You, like, you can see people who have played it on 3DS. Yeah. But having a 3DS... Like, you type it into the stores, and like, oh, yeah, it exists, but but you can't have it. Yeah, and like, hey, you know, cool on Nintendo for saying we kind of botched our 3DS launch. Here's some apology games, but also, let me throw money at you later and get those. Yeah, like, why why pull it from the store? Mm-hmm. I guess maybe because it's like a special thing. They were trying to sell 3DSs, but that was, what, six years ago? Yeah. Yeah, it was real weird. Like, give it like three years and then just kick it back out there mm-hmm. for like three bucks. Because then it even hit the, uh, hit the Wii U's virtual console in April of 2014, which is basically that three-year mark and yeah and then you can still play that you can still buy it now yeah on the wii u virtual console like, yeah which why, is like what i want I ended up having to do because i was like i, I don't you know man lucky lucky man i know although it was kind of fun playing on i i mostly just played it on the the wii u controller mini screen oh, yeah, the screen yeah and it, it was interesting going between that and my switch and just kind of the oh here's the progenitor of the switch and you can really see what they were trying to do and just didn't have small enough technology to really achieve it at that time yeah so it was it was a thing i, I would have rather played it on my 3ds because it, i've played everything on it my just 3DS feels so like far. a game that should be on a 3ds yeah yeah i so heavily associate you know at this point game boy games with platformers yeah because that, that's mostly what i play on them so so i while you were doing that doing it properly i had a weird time uh playing it with a playstation 3 controller nice uh hooked up to a rooted android tablet I like that. You're just kind of pulling a bit of everything. In yeah. There. So I was playing a Mario game from 95 on an Android tablet from 2013, I think, using a controller from, what, 2007? Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I had, a, I had a couple people say that they were playing it emulated, and it ran real weird. Real bad. Because apparently the, the Super FX chip completely sucks to try to emulate. Oh, yeah, uh, shout out to my tech guy, Manny, who was like, you guys are dumb. It's because there was a Super <laughs> FX chip, and it did this with this many bits and bobbles and dots, and we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that we we definitely understood cool. that, Manny. Yeah, cool. But we will take your word on that. <laughs> yeah, because on the emulator, it, it's, it's jerky. Yeah. And not so much, like sometimes on the 3DS when you have a lot of enemies, some of the games would slow down a bit. Mm-hmm. But that was just the same frame rate just dropped. This was like just dropping frames. Actually freaking out. Yeah. So That's even like like one of the things of Mario is running quickly. It's hard to do that when it gets super jittery because the precision jumping stops mattering. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you just, just kind of jump and hope. Yeah. So it gets real weird. Plus the shooting aspect of it really slowed me down. So that, you know, also made the, the platforming weird. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Oh, yeah. And it's actually going to be out. Later this year is part of the new SNES Classic, what? which is pretty exciting. And oh, yeah. On the, I'm um, the, pretty the, excited for that thing. The thingy, the middle one, yeah. Yeah, because the game lineup on that is bonkers. Yeah, I like that um, that console was the first 
like in-home video game console. So like the, the the original NES Classic was cool, but I think I relate more to the oh SNES, yeah. So like this one is I'm much more excited about. Yeah, and it actually comes with two controllers instead of having to track a second one down. Yeah. So thank you, Nintendo. You you did good. It's like they learned, but real slow. Yeah. <laughs> so we have our typical lineup of people produced by uh, Miyamoto, directed by Tezuka, and music composed by Kondo. Because hey, you know if you've got a good team, why mess with it? Yeah. I like it. it. It's funny just going through and looking at their production stuff. Like, all three of them basically just have worked together for their entire adult lives at this yeah. point. And they, they just hang out making Nintendo games. Yeah. Uh, which seems like a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. <laughs> I like they just hang out randomly and they're like, what about instead of playing as Mario, you play as something else? And then someone's like, from the back of the room, what about Yoshi? And, and they're so, like, uh... what about Yoshi? <laughs> like, they're just hanging out. That's, that's how this game came around. Because like it definitely, it's creative in how it move, how it deviates from Mario. Oh yeah. So I'm glad that they were trying new things, but it's it's real weird. Yeah, and then you can definitely see they, they this laid the groundwork for some of the later Yoshi games. Like especially you get to like Wooly Yoshi, and it really I guess Yoshi now is where they go to for the hey we want to try out a different graphical feel. Let's let's get weird, but not not make Mario weird. Yeah, I'm, he's, I'm, he's too iconic. I wonder if they're using. Like that, using like as, as like a demo place, and they do it with uh, Yoshi because he's a little more kid friendly. Because mm-hmm. I felt like a lot of this game was, it seemed almost handholdy. Because like you don't necessarily have to jump to defeat bosses; you just shoot them with eggs. Yeah, which was and like if there's something weird. you can't get or a boss or an enemy that's in the way, you don't necessarily have to use a platform to navigate around. You can just shoot them with an egg. Mm-hmm. So I think it's sort of a simpler kid version of it, which kind of makes sense because the graphics are they seem a little more kitty. The Mario's now a baby. Yeah. Very, I, got, I got a real like very kid whiny vibe. baby, Ugh. a screaming, screeching baby. I can tell you how quickly I muted this game, dude. Even like even the music, not as catchy as the other Mario yeah. games. It was just annoying. Yeah, which is too bad because I I definitely have had a resurgence of enjoying listening to the music of stuff as I'm playing it. Oh yeah, but not this one. Man, that that kid was annoying. I, like even if they just had an option to disable baby screech, yeah, I would have been very happy. <laughs> Just every time you get hit, I'm like, oh, nope, sorry, Mar- I don't care, Mario, go away. What, what's, the, what's the thing you do when you let babies cry themselves to sleep? Just let them cry, cry it out. Yeah. You do that thing. And then the magic Koopa steals them, and it gets weird. Yeah. So, okay, so backstory anyway. for actually one of the most story-driven Marios we have. Uh, Stork is delivering little baby twins. Yeah, way, way back in the day. Yeah. Prequel, prequel to Super Mario World. So. Yeah. First, uh, actually, first one chronologically now, which yeah. is interesting. And then uh, Kamek, the Magikoopa, ambushes them, steals Luigi, Mario falls off, and boops Yoshi on the face. Yep. Because I guess, like all magicians, he just wants to steal babies. Yeah. That checks out. That's why, that's <laughs> why they're great at parties. <laughs> Up until the stealing. Yeah. Then it gets a bit awkward. And it's like, well, do you want a rabbit in trade? Uh-huh. Just right out of the hat. Um, and yeah, it's a real weird yeah. story. I don't or, know. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing is... Yoshi, I think, is trying to protect Mario from the, the Koopas, which is good. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he shares them with all his uh, other colored Yoshi friends. Yeah. I thought the parallel between Super Mario World, you have Big Mario carrying around Baby Yoshi, you can grow up with eggs. Now you have Big Mar- big Yoshi carrying Baby Mario. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice subversive re- yeah. Re- re- yeah. reversal. Way, way to play a new it. character, but still keep your, your well-known character around. Because the mm. game could have played almost exactly the same as original Mario and they, if they just didn't have Mario to carry around, you were just playing as Yoshi. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they use the, the Mario thing for the sort of power-up. So you get, get hit once and you're, you're not dead yet kind of a thing. Yeah, it 
gave you a lot more. Like, I, I overall died a lot less than this. Like, I got hit a bunch, but it yeah. was pretty rare to actually have to restart the level. Yeah, because there's always, like, a... You, if you get hit, you just like, oh, okay, that was dumb. Yeah. Take a let, second, collect Mario. Yeah, go get that idiot. Um... Weird story, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. One of the one of the, the the Mario games that I remember that actually has more of a story, though. Mm-hmm. So again, like they're trying something. Yeah, which is cool, and I think you you see that comeback. I guess a bit in Mario sixty four, but then a lot more in Sunshine and Galaxy, where it's a lot more. Hey, you, you're set in this place with an overarching story going between it, and hmm, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it's better than. I mean, I mean, not better, but it's. Seems like they're moving away from the straight Mario in the arcade where you just you run to the right because you put a quarter in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so the, the it, development of the story was fun, even if Baby Mario makes terrible noises. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what do we have? You know, I the problem, like, I, I definitely was going to go through the noticeable at... Oh, man, I cannot talk today. I'm sorry, everyone. Nap time. It, yeah, I'm just going to fall asleep after this. Uh, the notable first sections, and it, it just... It became a whole big thing because... You got so many weird things in this that you really don't see it come up again, and we're just bonkers. Like, you know, first off, you just never play as Mario, excepting when you get the little invulnerability thingy and you can run around as him for a couple seconds, mm-hmm. but yeah, that hardly counts. Um, and it, it really took the, like, picking up enemies for Mario 2 and made it real weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you're like, well, now I'm going to poop out an egg and then mm-hmm. throw it at people. So it yeah it's I think the first and only one to really give you mm, no never mind damn it I keep forgetting how much I'm gonna say Mario Sunshine is a spiritual successor to this yeah just the sort of weirdness factor cause yeah wasn't that one the um the the same draw some similar drawing style art style more more cartoony not not quite the hand drawn style but definitely I feel like the eggs and the water pack have a yeah. heavy parallel because it's the only ones where you really have ranged stuff that you can do and aim and control yeah like a, yeah an accessory so, of some sort yeah um and the whole changing into different yoshi vehicles when you yeah that, that was kind of cute that was that was fun again like the it, attack helicopter yeah <laughs> it seems like they're pulling from other games like contra yeah kind of thing where there's ways to maneuver around the world other than your straight just person running around mm-hmm. but they're just trying new stuff that's fun yeah it really really felt kind of zelda 2-ish in that regard where they're like you know we're just gonna we have our mold uh, forget it. We're gonna get weird and pull in from a bunch of different genres and just kind of see what happens. Yeah, and it it worked. It I it. I feel like it's like fifty fifty worked and didn't. Yeah, because parts of it were fine. Then the things that didn't work was so weird. Yeah, and I you know I feel kind of like the weirdo on this because I, I went back and read some reviews and this is universally regarded as one of the best Mario games ever made. And yeah, I saw that too. I just I liked Mario I World One so much better. Yeah, and I don't know why. It's weird because I, I was going through like playing some of the old Mario games. It was fun to play more of the versions of a game I I, I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. And then this one was just weird. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a time thing or maybe I just I put too much emphasis on how the other how the original one or the older ones felt, and this one is just so different. Whereas when it came out, they were sort of clamoring for something that was different. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it helped you. You had a couple year cool down between Mario World and then this one. Whereas. Yeah. We've kind of back-to-back it, so it's a lot closer comparatively. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so, fun trivia about this. One of the most expensive games to come out at its time. uh, Because apparently just anything with the Super FX chip was very expensive. Just pricey. Yeah, because, you know, you're essentially wiring in a little tiny GPU almost. Yeah, it's like a secondary GPU to take load off of the, probably at this point, aging 
a Super Nintendo processor. Mm-hmm. Super Nintendo came out, what, 90? 91? Was it uh, early 90s? I know, we probably just covered this earlier. But. Yeah, I know. You, you'd think we would remember you these things. you think a show. Uh, November of 1990, yeah. So, and this was right at the end of its Yeah, life 95, cycle. so. Which, um. But a five, yeah, because I think the, the five-ish year life cycle of a platform was what it was then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're, they're, obviously they want more from their Super Nintendo until they bring out their N64. And so they just throw on a secondary processor, which I think they used all in the N64 as well. Well, yeah, because they had the... And again, I think it was for Star Fox, yep. which is really what apparently pushes Nintendo's technology. They had the memory card that would fit into the bubble pack. and expa- Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. And the add-on expansion pack. Was it, or was that... Um, maybe that was Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I think that was for... Um, Rogue Squadron? Yeah. That's what yeah. I remember for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like the... SNES had about a 10 megahertz CPU in it, and this gave it another 10 to play with. So, yeah, yeah you know, essentially doubling the oomph of it. I wonder if, if, I don't know which one came first, the higher, the secondary GPU or their desire for projectiles, but I could see the shooting mechanic would take more CPU cycles than it did mm-hmm. before. Because before, with when you just had the flower, you would just throw a ball and it would sort of bounce pretty normally. This one... You could aim it differently. You could move it around. It would bounce off of more things. You would have multiple ones out. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more ricochet that you have to track and yeah. account for. Um, oh, another interesting thing about this, it did not work with the Game Genie. Because <laughs> apparently the Super Nintendo had extra pin area down on the in the console itself that was never used. So the Game Genie didn't bother incorporating that part. But <laughs> then these games ran through that area, and so it just... The game genie freaked it, out and didn't know what to do. He didn't with know it. what was happening. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, so you know, kind of funny." And oh, other other great thing. Uh, after Donkey Kong Country, there was a lot of pressure. Um, well, Miyamoto went to them and said, "Hey, I want to make this game with Yoshi," and it was going to be a lot more looking like Super Mario World, I guess. Marketing team came back and said, "No, you know, we really like the the 3D rendered look of Donkey Kong Country. You need to make it look like that." He's like, no, that's garbage. You guys are garbage. <laughs> Came back again with the the very hand-drawn cartoon feel to it. And they're like, uh, yeah, all right. Cool, cool. And which I think is good because I feel, you know, I like Donkey Kong Country, but I feel like this one's looks have aged better. A lot like uh, Wind Waker, I feel, where it yeah. making it more cartoony lets it age gracefully. And also apparently he did not really like Donkey Kong Country because uh, it's it's uh, been rumored that he's uh, said Donkey Kong Country proves that players will put up with mediocre mediocre gameplay as long as the art is good. Wow. Like, dang. Throwing some Miyamoto. dark, Burn. dark shade. I think someone's so. a little jealous of 3D graphics. I know, right? It's like, oh, be cool, man. But so, yeah, maybe that's what drove Mario 64. He's like, Yeah, he's like, guys. we'll do 3D, I'll do 3D. Yeah, fine, whatever. <laughs> Stick this up your third D and smoke it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't, I don't even want to know the second D is. Apparently he's a rude dude. Yeah, dang. Also, interestingly, probably not trivia for most people, but I apparently have my head in the sand and did not know there were two direct sequels to this game. You had a Yoshi's Island DS in 2006, and then Yoshi's New Island in 2013. And I should follow game releases better. Yeah, I think you mean uh, Yoshi's Island DS Super Mario Advance 4, colon, <laughs> more Yoshi. And Super Mario <laughs> World Boogaloo. 4... Yoshi's Advanced 7, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. That, that checks out. Because the, the naming convention on these ones just go out the door. Hey, yeah, it got real bad later on. So, the actual thoughts on the game, I, I just, Odd. man, I, yeah. Odd. I like it. 
and I would have liked it a lot more if it wasn't a Mario game. And I know that's a real stupid thing to say, but I just I can't make that separation yeah. for myself. Like the entire time, it just it just felt weird. Mm-hmm. But on the plus side, like at least the gameplay rock solid. Like it, yeah, and it you definitely ran into issues on the the emulator. Yeah, it but that's, like, yeah, that, but that that'll happen. Yeah, it's I, I would say even more dialed in platforminess than Mario World, which then you don't take as much advantage of because a lot of times you're just chucking eggs. Although I also found out pretty late into the game and it annoyed me there. There's the uh, the egg mode that starts you on, and then there's also like the the quick egg mode, where you just press A, and then as soon as you release it, it throws it, so you don't have to double tap it basically, huh. and that sped things up a decent amount. But what else? A lot less worlds in this. Only six worlds. Yeah, eight levels of pop. It's weird. They drop down to like the Mario one where you don't really navigate a map anymore. Yeah, very linear. Although now that you mentioned Donkey Kong, it does feel like the Donkey Kong map. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Just the way, because you know, in Donkey Kong, you would like move throughout the island, so the island would spin. Yeah. And this one, as you move throughout the worlds, the Yoshi's Island would spin. Yeah. Yeah. So much more linear there, but then also I feel like the the worlds themselves were just crazy inventive. Yeah, like, they, they did they, some cool stuff in this. They, they they definitely felt like they sort of advanced the platforming in the vertical direction again. Yeah. Like there was there was a lot more to do. It wasn't just one way to go up. You could go up and left, mm-hmm. as opposed to just either just going right from the original one. Yeah. So they definitely sort of play with the level design a little more. Even like some of the clouds you could hit and effectively create new paths to run on. Yeah. That was a neat little thing. And then you got a lot more. And again, I assume thanks to the Super FX chip, but you got a lot more of, okay, I'm going to go now behind this thing. And then it like, oh yeah, it like fades pause, out. Like, yeah, the fade thing was neat too. <laughs> you have like beams that are rotating horizontally and coming at the screen. Yeah, like a, yeah they added a little more, a little three-dimensional depth to it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And then just um, how the enemies acted in it. Instead of, you know, if an enemy changed size, it seemed like it would more naturally warp with that instead of having to do a bunch of quick redraws. And it just, it gave it a really nice feel when you're watching it. Yeah. And the, I don't, the enemies had so much character too. Like, there's definitely times I'd just be like, okay, I'm going to go kind of hide myself and then watch these stupid things walk yeah, back walk and, and forth. And <laughs> it was good times. Real weird bosses. Like, yeah, the magic thing made bosses. the weird bosses. Yeah. You just shoot with eggs again. First one, you're basically just trying to pants him. Yep. And that got strange. And then actually, my, I think my favorite one was uh, World 2's Ghost Boss, where it, you're, you're there and you're like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Oh, just shove him off Push the him side. Off the edge. <laughs> yeah. While the enemies are fighting back against it. And, and then you have Baby Koopa show up at the end and just straight up murder that Magic Koopa by butt stomping him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Ooh. oh Baby Koopa. You, you mean. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a cool fight, too. Because, you know, de- like, very, almost, much more, I think, closer to iconic Mario boss fights where you're just kind of jumping around, but stomping to flip it. And yeah. then you beat him, and you're like, oh, rad, I win. Oh, no, I'm on a broken bridge <laughs> with a giant Koopa now shooting, or giant Bowser shooting things at me. Huh. Terrifying. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, um, do you remember in Super Mario World, they had the dragon coins that were sort of placed throughout the world? Mm-hmm. They do some of that kind of similar stuff. Uh, little like plus one flower things, and some of the the normal gold coins or red coins. Mm-hmm. They give you. They sort of seems to rely more on the point system. People are more a little more direct about where the points come from. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Getting like the you know yeah, teacher like, rating system thing. at the end. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I like the uh, I like the flower the entire flower system and having it be. You know, it's a crapshoot if you get into the special things at the end of each level. But the more flowers you have, the the higher the chance that mm-hmm. you're going to get that. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it's like they got some neat ideas. Taken as a whole was weird, but some of the individual things are cool. Yeah. I like how when you drop through uh, some of the warp tubes, it dropped you into like a bottle like they used to have in Super Mario World 2. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool call. It felt very Mar- Mario 2-ish. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. The more I talk about this game, the more I feel bad for not liking it more. <laughs> because like so many of the individual things were like, yeah, like oh, that's neat. cool. Oh, I like that. Why Why did it not click for me? I think the, the mental block. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting Super Mario World 2 when we got Yoshi's Island. Damn you, Nintendo. And your colons. <laughs> oh. Ooh, uh. Uh, well. <laughs> okay. So, I guess over to the speed runs, which one of the few, like, the longest one we've had so far, beating out Link's Awakening, yeah. or Link to the Past, is the longest for a regular non-glitch run, because there there really wasn't much warping going on. Like, it, it seemed like there was a couple of small ones, and they shaved, uh, like, what was it? Six minutes off. Yeah, and, they, they, eh. it's like it, part of their more linear thing. There just wasn't as much because even like Mario One, there was the uh, secret levels you could b- jump from like one to four to eight yeah. or something. This one definitely felt like it was more designed to just play through the whole. Yeah, thing. just suck it up. You're you're playing the whole game, buddy. Yeah, we made a whole game. You're gonna play the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was interesting watching the speed runs for this though because I. I definitely felt like I was stopping all the time to huck eggs, and these guys yeah, did not bother with that. They're just, whoosh, it's just part right of on the, through. Yeah, just part of the running. Yeah, which is really impressive to to watch. I thought it was interesting that a lot of these, a lot of the the fastest times have all been set in the past six months ish. Mm-hmm. Like I think the the oldest one I found was two years, and that was just any percent, just as quick as you can run through. But otherwise, it was like one month, two months, sometimes. Uh, Two days, one day, twenty-eight oh, yeah. days. Like they got real short. Yeah. Well, second second place on the the warpless completion was only sixteen days ago, yeah. and that I don't know. That just it's again like, makes me happy that yeah, it's this like I wonder, still happens. I wonder if there's a lot of people who play the first what four or five versions, and so people who are trying to do speed runs, they want to play something new, mm-hmm. and so they're jumping on the the more random Mario games. I could see that. Yeah. Because, I mean, even the any percent, there were I only found three entries, which I don't think I've found a list that was less than 100 in any of them. Mm-hmm. It's just like nobody just plays this game. Yeah. Except for, like, the six people who are the best at it. Yeah. Which, which is real weird. Oh, what's real weird is watching the any percent one, which is uh, took two minutes. Oh, so should say the, the Warpless version took uh, an hour, uh, 42 minutes, 57 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, the any percent took two minutes and 42 seconds. Because in World 1-2, uh, the dude would run around, throw eggs up into the air in specific areas, and then finish that level, and then it just warped right to the end uh, credits. And I I assume was doing something that was glitching. The yeah, like maybe it was a, like a math conversion got wrong, and so it, it bumped the buffer to way down into yeah. the stack. And yeah, which... That's it, funny. I don't know how people come up with that it, I, mean, I, I wonder if someone's just playing the level and like oh these eggs they just kept like shooting them up and shooting them up and shooting them up and shooting them up and just just messing around and uh-huh. all of a sudden like oh i guess i guess i'm done now yeah <laughs> yeah pretty pretty legit that must have been a crazy one to explain to people yeah <laughs> but guys beat this game three minutes um hmm the 100 percent ones are you know seem relatively long for a mario game like this yeah i was looking back i think all of the other mario games we've had even the 100 percent ones were sub an hour for most yeah so because i think it's part of the the bigger level design you have to actually have to move around a level Mm because before when you do any percent 
you can basically run through the entire level and 100% it. Yeah. It's just run right, slowing down. Don't stop. Yeah, it's just slow down little bits here and there to make sure you make certain jumps or mm-hmm. go to like certain hidden areas. But this one, the hidden areas are actually up around the navigating through almost like a maze-like platforming level. Yeah. Kind of like... Um, uh, Metroid, how you can sort of go throughout if you want to, or just skip things. That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's like how uh, what did we play last week, Super Metroid, and sort of combine better combine the platforming and the exploration and the RPGing. They seem to have stolen a bit of the uh, exploration from Metroid and put it into a Mario game, mm-hmm. and just made you move around a lot more. Yeah, this one definitely rewarded. Hey, go just kind of fiddle with everything and see what happens. Yeah, like there's more than just running one direction. Yeah. Which I think is helpful because in some of the later games you had to backtrack a bit. Yeah. Go to different areas. Like the, the finding the keys for things. Yeah, those were awkward. all over the place at times. Is weird. But it was good. I, I, and I don't know if it's one I would go back and really play again. I'd yeah. probably just play through Mario World. But yeah, I'm not going to tell people, oh no, it's garbage. Don't yeah, play I wouldn't it. tell people. Like, it's not like how the, um, like the first Legend of Zelda that I just didn't get around because it just nothing worked for me. Mm-hmm. This is just sort of a weird different version and i think if a lot of people maybe if they're bored in the normal mario ones like oh well i've got a weird one for yeah, you yeah we've got a good change of pace here i think it, yeah i think it just satisfies certain people's specific itch mm-hmm. so yeah that was yoshi's island the reckoning thing colon yeah I don't know. colon baby <laughs> mario please stop screaming so uh what are we playing next month kurt next month is the long-awaited move into, what, 64-bit, 32-bit? 64-bit, yeah. Nintendo 64 with their dopey three-prong controller. Still using cartridges when everyone else is using discs. Uh, you know, I love that controller. With that, it, was, it was so ridiculous. I know. With the, like, the little like expandable memory pocket thing on it. Yeah. You could actually like, save things and transport them places. The rumble pack for certain games. Because I guess force feedback was all the rage in the mid '90s. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot of like, like Microsoft controllers came with force feedback. Yeah, yeah, they like, did. It was a big. big I actually, thing. just found my old uh, BattleTech controller, which had force feedback, and I think it was the shit. Yeah, I mean, it's what the um, it's when the DualShock t- started doing, and the PlayStation Two, which was I think right around the corner from the Nintendo sixty four. Ninety nine, two thousand one, maybe. Was that? It was a PS one. Yeah, I think my generation is getting confused here. I think they added Rumble in later PS one controllers. Oh wow. But then PS2 dropped again on release and then added it back in later, probably, because... They're know, you know, weird. Because video games. Yeah. They, be- they do weird stuff. Because why not ride Yoshi and shoot eggs? Yeah. <laughs> that just makes total sense. I like it. The Super Mario 64 should be fun. It's another one of the Mario games I played a lot of. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty hyped for that one. I still remember the, the, the triple jump. Yeah. Yeah. Yahoo! Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's the first one where I feel Mario really has a lot of character and they start really yeah. establishing this is who we want mario to be as part of our brand essentially yeah i think doesn't that uh pull the bunt stop but stop from uh yoshi's island mm-hmm. which is a complete delight yeah, that's my i think yeah no that's my favorite way to kill koopas yeah because it's just such a satisfying it, yeah pop. <laughs> because Mar- mario's kind of a terrible person he's kind of a dick yeah oh i just want i need to link it to you i watched this video of uh breaking down why mario is an abusive, horrible oh, yeah. person, and I'm like, oh, it's like I know, just just dang. turn that turn that camera around. All of a sudden, Mario is is actually the villain. Yeah, yeah, especially all the stuff involving Donkey Kong and the early <laughs> games with that, and like, yeah, it got real weird. So, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next month for Mario 64. As always, thank you for listening, and keep on gaming. All these forums send me happy birthday notifications. Oh.
Thank you, smartphoneforums.com, which <laughs> I must have used Registered to, at some point? Yeah. <laughs> to look up something? Yeah. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com. <laughs>